With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. 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 Hustle.
Shaking it left, you're shaking it right Come on in, hold on 
A.K.A. Tucson St. John With the King Assassin Where my warriors at? If you in the club Reminiscing on this loony joint I got five on it Let me see your hands up, sing along I'm moving to California Cause it just legalized the marijuana I'm about to buy myself, man, a ganja plant And I'm looking for a girl around my ganja plant Cause we got weed for sale, weed for sale Ever since the recession, we got weed for sale Weed for sale, weed for sale 
to sell The economy is gonna grow Cause we got weed for sale Yeah, I had a dream They legalized the marijuana The President Obama had no more drama He gave me Air Force One I went to Afghanistan On a peace talk Smoking L's with the Taliban yeah. They said it wouldn't bomb us So I went to Iran I got to Iran They shot to Iran Them boys don't wanna talk North Korea next job So how you deal with a dictator Get them a lot of pot I got them smoked out So I asked them where the nuclear weapons He said they pointed at Americans yeah. We both are high He told me too son you the man I told him my high school sweetheart Taught me Korean No 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 An young hashamika Ha ha Se suli Se rang ham Yeah He said he liked my swag Like the way I get down And tell Obama that he gonna take the nukes down to California Cause it just legalized the marijuana I'm about to buy myself and a ganja plant And I'm looking for a girl around my ganja plant Cause we got weed to sell Weed for sale Ever since the recession we got weed for sale Weed for sale Weed for sale The economy is gonna grow cause we got weed for sale yeah. He's selling crack and they got him He's selling dope and they got him Selling best and they gonna they gonna yep. I'm selling dope in the same cop that got them It's the same cop I gave the smoke who gave me a pardon I'm in the club with the Cypress Hill bong So much smoke that we set off the alarm Straight out of Haiti but my shot is up from Kingston My west side connect the king of side son But like Rockin' and Eric B I shouldn't have kept y'all Without a strong group to step tall But I fly so much that I live in the air And waiting for the Fuji album I was trying to get gray hair yeah. Until then you can catch me in the smoke section With a big pun flow Caribbean connection And if you're looking for ganja come to my plantation I'm moving to California Cause it's just legal as the marijuana I'm about to buy myself and a ganja plant And I'm looking for a girl around my ganja plant Cause I got weed for sale Weed for sale Weed for sale The economy is gonna grow cause we got weed for sale I'm moving to California Cause it's just legal as the marijuana I'm about to buy myself and a ganja plant and I'm looking for a girl around my ganja plant Cause I got weed for sale, weed for sale Ever since the recession we got weed for sale Weed for sale, weed for sale The economy is gonna grow cause we got weed for sale Lawmakers in California are considering legalizing and taxing marijuana If you're going to have tax revenue from alcohol and tobacco Why is it not appropriate to introduce marijuana into that conversation? Legalizing marijuana and taxing it would generate up to a billion dollars for the cash-strapped state treasury. This is Sleepy Love from Sweet and Friends, and you are listening to I Am Envy on Blog Talk Radio with your host, K-City. Yeah, it's a world movement thing. I'm moving the world with their music. Mm-hmm. Loving it. Uh-huh. Shy. If you see me hot, no going in, no. I got to tell, riding good. And I like the way she tell me, baby. And I love it when she answers to you, my lady. And the way she made me feel last night. Like an ecstasy, feel me, strut, strut. Ye
with six racks. Bank statements, where do that? We pop cases, pay all cash. Little mama racist, she only like black cars, act cars. Hotel rooms are amateur, presidential suite, residential meat, thug stamina. Dude's throwing dollars, tell him up and she's at my dough. ABD the shade body like a coke by so Someone call the nurse, she got him going berserk. Pass me that code thing, sir, got me out way. And we got a strong thing, nothing come between. And she freak for the money. I like that belt. Shut up, cause I beat this one on me, kind of hell. I keep a nice roll, like a bowling ball. Money on the mind, that's why she answer your cow. All about them dollar signs, the game that's the mile.
Hello? Hello? I can't hear you. Hello? Diamond Joe. Yeah, I hear you now. Yeah, I can hear you now. Welcome to the show, brother. I heard you moving around. What's good, partner? Say what? <laughs> <laughs> what did we drop? We had a bad connection again. I said, how you doing, man? I was saying hey. welcome to the show. Well, thank you for the welcome, and uh, everything is fine on my end. I'm glad to be here. Well, good. You know, I was telling uh, the, the listeners before you tuned in that uh, we're definitely going to bless us with uh, that smooth sound, something that uh, they haven't heard in a while, you know, at least, for, you know, as far as your caliber, you know, so I can't wait to hit, to hit them off with some of your stuff, man. I was very impressed with what I heard. Hey, well, thank you. Um, uh, I can't, I can't uh, argue with that. <laughs> Touched on it a little bit earlier. Hey, but let's kick it off like this, man. Let's tell our listeners a little bit about who Jam and Joe is, man, and and, and what what got you on this musical journey. Well, Jam and Joe is a uh, saxophonist, uh, businessman, entrepreneur, a lover of life. Um, the thing that I love to do in life. Uh, Besides music is also, I like to read my Bible, I like to pray, but music is definitely my uh, way of expressing what's what's on my mind within my soul. Uh, I've been playing for over 20 plus years. Uh, The name Jam and Joe comes from the fact that like a lot of people, I started out playing in jam sessions, and I I took a, a route that maybe a lot of people have not taken. I used to go to jam sessions. When I was living up in Portland, Oregon, and I was playing with a lot of um, high-caliber jazz musicians. Mm-hmm. So in there, there's a free jam session. I didn't know the songs, but I recognized the changes. So I go in there, and I would just play whatever I felt like on those changes. And, of course, uh, that was almost like a blasphemy to a lot of those guys that I was encountering because they said, they were telling me, you know, you need to learn the song. I said, I don't want to play the song. <laughs> 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 so I would go on those jam sessions, they would get mad, and things like uh, they would uh, turn the mic off on me, they would uh, throw drinks on me, they would cuss me out, uh, they would block me from getting to the mic so their friends can get there. But since these were all free and nobody was getting paid, you know, I, I have, a, have a very thick skin. I didn't mind because it didn't really matter. You know, I was on a mission, and that was to uh, learn how to express myself. Um, I'm self-taught. Um, I didn't go to college. Um, I haven't had uh, too many lessons formally. Uh, what I did was originally I bought myself a record from Jamie Abersall. A lot of musicians have heard that name before. And it was the instrumental track of all of the uh, major and minor scales. And I learned, uh, um, you know, how to play those scales. And what I did also was I would find as many uh, classical recordings as I could and I would try to emulate or simulate uh, the style of the classical musicians, and you know, because they they play smoothly. You know, uh, they play legato; then their notes are connected together. And so that's that was the foundation of how I I, I tried to learn how to play. Uh, however, my dad was also a musician. He played uh, keyboard, saxophones, drums, uh, bass, and uh, lead guitar. 
And but, uh, when I was growing up, my uh, father and um, my brother and I, we would stay in the garage for hours upon hours. And my dad was one of these kind of guys who was uh, um, into theory. And we would, uh, we would be his assistants. At the time, I was playing the trumpet, and my brother was playing the sousaphone, and my dad would uh, uh, make us play different notes to the chords he was working with. And so I learned how to develop my ear by that forced learning. He was forced. I'll have to admit that because when he closed that garage down, we was in there for about eight hours. That was not <laughs> unusual. <laughs> so that, that's, that's really how I got started with my dad. But then when I wanted to learn how to play the way I felt, that's when I got that, uh, that record from Jane Davis, all of the major and minor scales, and I got me some classical music recordings. And then that's when I embarked on the uh, the journey of becoming the true saxophonist. Hmm. Well, with that being said, man, I'm going to play with the song that I like. Well, one of the ones of yours that I like. As a matter of fact, I like all of them. But I'm going to play this one that I was telling you about earlier. And uh, let's let the listeners hear what this one sounds like. What song, song is it? I Need to Tell You Something. Okay, this is a collaboration between uh, myself and a French composer named Nesta Talmadge. It's a reggae jazz song. All right, here you go, y'all. Put your ears on this. Jamming Joe. Thank you. 
your man, J.R. Perry, from Love Drops. Yeah, I'm keeping it locked every Wednesday at I Am Indie, where you get your smooth urban hip-hop independent music, baby. From 2 p.m., hosted by my man, J.D., put it down. I Am Indie. Check it out. Hey, hey. Tell you something. Yeah, man, I was I like that, man. And hey, thank I you very much. You were saying you collaborated with that with uh, whom? Uh, his name is Nesta Talmadge. He's uh, a French composer. Oh, okay. You guys did uh, that other uh, other piece. Uh, what was it? Dubstep interlude? Was that? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. That was uh, that was something that I. I like the music, you know. I, re- I didn't even know it was called dubstep music when I first heard it. I was, uh, I think I was up late one night, maybe three or four in the morning. You know how sometimes you'd be half asleep, and, and the, I was uh, at the computer, and the music came. I clicked on it, you know, and I kind of like dozed off. And so the next morning, I found that music again, and then I actually decided to put some music to it, and uh, I got a lot of good responses. Because um, I posted it on this one site called SoundCloud. It's a, a music site where musicians from all over the world just post their music and uh, and uh, and give each other um, critique. They critique your music for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of people have never heard uh, dubstep music, uh, you know, played with a saxophone like that. You know, because they don't even hardly ever have saxophones in dubstep music. So that's how that song came about. It was just, I like the music, and uh, I put some music to it, and the rest is history. Hey, well, well, let's let our ears get on it then. We'll be right back, y'all. This is Dubstep with Jam and Jay, and that's the Talmadge. <laughs> Thank you. 
right. We're back with Jam and Jay. Yeah, on that song, you know, I played the soprano on that. Uh, that soprano, I chose that saxophone for a pretty non-musical reason. I had just got that horn fixed. I had had it for over a year, and it never played well. So that's the only reason why I chose the soprano. And, uh, Do you feel yeah, equally as comfortable with uh, soprano, uh, alto, tenor, or are you more comfortable with one than the other? I feel equally comfortable with all of them because um, I'm, I'm, I know what I want to do to express myself. However, the tenor, well, I have a, uh, a Selmer Mark VI tenor made in, I think, 1950-something. Um, I like that horn out of all of them because it is a, uh, it is a better horn quality-wise in terms of uh, craftsmanship and sound. Uh, the soprano is a pretty new instrument to me, but the soprano it just happens to be in a different um, – uh, it's, it's a B-flat instrument just like the tenor. It just plays at a higher pitch. Uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, the alto was an E-flat instrument, and it's uh, the one I have is uh, made in uh, Indiana. It's a, it's a, a con, and it was made in 1926. It's all silver. Uh, I have a, uh, a plastic lakey mouthpiece on there. I can't remember the, the number on the mouthpiece, but it, that mouthpiece gives that horn a lot of life. Otherwise, if I played just with a regular mouthpiece and uh, whatever reed I had on there, the horn really sounds, it would sound like the the sound it had back in the day when they was playing um, Duke Ellington, Count Basie music, stuff like that. It's a real soft sound, but when I put that mouthpiece on there, it makes the horn scream and makes it, gives it a more modern, uh, contemporary sound to it. But I feel, you know, equally comfortable on all three because I, I know how I want to express myself when I play. And uh, when I st- when I started out on the uh, well, I started out on the trumpet, went to the trombone, and then the saxophone. Um, but when I played the the tenor, I tried to play it like an alto. In terms of you know how the alto was a higher pitch horn and it has it, yeah. it can hit higher notes you know, um, so I tried you know that that was another uh, trick I used to learn how to play in the upper registers too was to try to. Uh, emulate the other horn. So when I got my alto, then I tried to play it like a soprano. So now that I have a soprano, uh, I guess I'm trying to learn how to play it like a dog whistle so I can hit the note <laughs> nobody can hear. <laughs> well, I almost thought you were going to say clarinet, but okay. <laughs> nah. I'm always trying to, you know, find them notes in the stratosphere, you know. I really don't use them at that much, but, you know, sometimes you get into the spirit in the moment or something. You know, and you just want to just scream and holler, you know. So them, them high notes come in handy. That's right, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, well, you got this song, Where Does Summer Spend Time At, jumping out at me, man. So I'm going to let our listeners put their ears on that one, man. Okay. Yeah, we can talk about that one. Here's Jam and Joe, y'all, with Where Does Summer Spend Time. And this is the last few days of summertime. I just wish the cast would go down a little bit. <laughs>
Joey Black, you're now tuned in to the number one underground station around, World Movement Records Radio Show, with my boy K. Diddy. Try to stay in, you know, and I try to stay in, 
in tune. Um, I try and uh, uh, try to create a uh, a conversation on the horn, so to speak. So uh, on that song, I was it was as if I was talking to somebody. You know, I wasn't like playing uh, you know a whole bunch of lines that that kind of ran together. It was kind of like choppy because that was a conversation about yeah, where does summer spend time at? You know. And uh, but that's when I do play. I'm I'm very spontaneous. Uh, I improvise almost anything I can. Uh, when I'm playing with the band and the group, of course, you know I I fit the format. I learn the song. I play my part. I'll keep things in context. You know, allow the other musicians to uh, breathe and, and when it's their turn. And you know what I'm saying. So, um, but me personally, if I was playing by myself, you came and heard me play. Everything's going to be improvised. Even if the song that I'm playing, you recognize the music, it's going to be totally something different, you know. Well, that's what the, uh, Bobby Lyle, jazz keyboardist, uh, something he had told me one time doing the, you know, instead I was, you know, managing him, is that everything that he went to school to learn, he basically forgot. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, he forgot it basically because, I mean, you know, I mean, you was taught a certain way, but when you got in the real world, you know, you're doing something completely different. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of stifling to practice and practice and practice scale. I mean, all this stuff is going to help you and it's going to stick with you and it's going to come out when it's needed most of the time. But when you want to be you know, like a boxer, let your hands go, when you want to play free, you know, you can't be thinking about those things, you know. Because uh, music is, uh, it follows the moment, you know. And uh, my band is called Moments Notice, because not because of the John Coltrane song, but it's because I consider myself ready at a moment's notice, and I like to have musicians in my band that can play at a moment's notice and play at a, you know, a high caliber of skill and expertise, you know, and, uh, and uh, you know, provide a lot of my the type of music that I like. I like to have... Uh, a lot of groove in it. I like to have, uh, you know, dynamic resonating harmonies. You know what I'm saying? So, um, uh, you know, with, with the, my dad told me too, is like, don't get caught up too much in, in trying to learn everything because when it comes time to play, you're going to be thinking about it too much. Right. You know, you know, because sometimes I, I take breaks, you know, for a couple, couple of days, even a week sometimes, you know, then recently, I fasted for a week because, you know, I, I noticed that my creativity was uh, kind of constipated. Mm-hmm. Does that, that kind of make sense? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I went on you a know, fast. Writers, you know. writers get brain locked, you know. They just writers locked, same thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, because when I, when I initially started playing to those scales from Jamie, Jamie Abelsaw's record and the, and the classical music, before I started actually trying to learn those notes, I was just keeping my fingers moving. You know, that's, that was my first attempt when I started to play before I started trying to get more educated about theory and whatnot. I was just, I'm just going to keep my fingers moving. So as I learned and got more experience and uh, became a good improviser, when I started playing, I don't think about what I'm going to play. I just keep my fingers moving. You know, and, uh, you know, sometimes you got to learn how to make, well, you you call a mistake. You got to turn it into something else, mm-hmm. you know. And, and that's another uh, thing about keeping yourself, you know, in a, in a constant state of uh, propulsion, a constant state of readiness. So, what would you tell? 
what what advice would you give another young artist that's trying to get into the business and do what you're doing? I would I would tell them to uh, educate yourself as much as you can by yourself until you can find somebody that's willing and able to help educate you too. But uh, but more importantly, um, I would say that you need you would need to protect protect your spirit, protect your uh, you know you gotta you gotta protect your confidence at all costs because you know just like anything in life you know life is up and down. And then when you pursue music, it's going to be the same way. You know, you you might uh, get in with a group of people that are you know good for you in the beginning, and then you might have a you might move somewhere. You might have to start over. So you you know, my point is, is you got to protect your spirit so that you will not become um, uh, you know you won't doubt yourself, you won't become depressed, uh, you won't get to the point where you're telling yourself I can't do it. You know. Uh, so that's to me that's the most important thing because you know at times I would think I wasn't ever going to be good enough to meet my own standards because I learned that along the way is like you can't sit there and worry about what people are saying and thinking about you too much and you can take that constructive criticism and learn from it and, and adapt to it and be flexible with it and and apply it to your needs but you cannot take these things to heart. You know, so you got to protect your spirit. You got to protect. You know, you don't want to become the type of person that's um, has a has a double mind. You know, unstable. You know what I'm saying? You know, you you can't be doubting yourself. That's what the Asians say sometimes. Uh, um, Americans have too many minds. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I got yeah. that. I got that statement actually from the Bible. You know, that's what um, I've read. You know, uh, you know, God tells us that. You know, I'm paraphrasing, but you know, a man with an unstable mind is not worth nothing. But a man that has, has two minds, in other words, he's he's wishy washy. He can think one right. way one day, and, you know what I'm saying? And and uh, and that's that's very important to uh, you know have confidence in yourself. And, and, and in order to do that, you know, uh, you you protect your spirit, which in another way of putting it is like you uh, you want to keep your conscience as clear as possible. You know, so you do want to follow the golden rule, so to speak. You know, you do under others as if the way you want them to do to you. That's one right. way of keeping your conscience clear. You know, uh, you know, but we all have uh, things that come into our life every day. We got to make decisions one way or the other. Am I going to do it the right way, the wrong way? Am I going to, you know, not count the cost? Am I going to be able to uh, withstand the collateral damage if I do this? You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, you just got to just protect yourself. And all those things come into play, like you said, on a daily basis, the decisions that we make are paramount to the next move that we have to take. Mhm. You know, you gotta learn how to love life. I love life, you know. You know, I'm not a I'm not a wealthy man. I haven't really I haven't traveled all over the world. You know, but I I love life. Um and you know, music is really one of the biggest parts of it. I haven't had the type of success that I would like commercially yet, but that's not enough of a reason to stop me from you know, loving to play and liking life. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and I'm just not going to be one of them people that's that's going to just uh, tear my own self down. Forget about it. 
And that's definitely a, and that's and that's definitely a positive thing. And then I think I would definitely our listeners should be inspired by, you know, hearing that and know that they just gotta keep 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 their eye on uh, their goal and keep doing it and find happiness in what they do. Mhm. Absolutely. And that's for sure. Well, man, I definitely want to thank you for taking time out of your busy day to come and chatting with us over here at I Am Indie, and we definitely enjoyed your music, and uh, we know you're gonna have massive success, man. We can put that we can put that one out there in the universe for you because we know it's coming. Yeah, I do have a, a band. I'm presently I'm in Vegas, by the way, Las Vegas. I have a band called Moments Notice I'm putting together. We're working with uh, Taxi Productions, and uh, we're going to create a, a very dynamic show that's going to uh, allow the musicians to express their creativity. You know, it's going to be uh, structured, of course, because, you know, some people can't take too much creativity and experimentation. But um, I'm definitely going to um, allow the band to be entertaining in its own way. By making sure that uh, I have uh, good musicians, we have good material, and that we, uh, when we play, we're going to play convincingly. Well, throw your contact info out there. Um, you can contact me at uh, on my uh, email would be jamminjoe underscore us at yahoo dot com. Um, you can get hold of me on uh, on on Reverb Nation, which is a, a popular music site for uh, people's music, um, under the name of Jam and Joe, the True Smooth Saxophonist. Or you can just Google me under Jam and Joe, the True Smooth Saxophonist, or even Moments Notice, and you'll find a whole lot of stuff. Or if you want to get hold of me on the uh, for uh, want to hire me, you can contact me at. Uh, 702-883-9578, and uh, I'd be glad to consider any credible, reasonable offer. There you go. <laughs> Y'all give Jam and Joe a call because he's like he's willing to accept any credible, reasonable offers <laughs> and. Y'all can hire me too. I I carry his horn for him. You know, what I mean? <laughs> you know, we'll give y'all a package deal. You know, what I'm hey, look, you know, I'm just I'm just gonna just give you a membership card. You win. Absolutely. Well, listen, man, we down about <laughs> like one minute. So, listen, man, I want to thank you again for taking time out to come get us and come check us out and come sit in with us and definitely, man, come back through and keep us abreast of. Uh, all your new projects, your events and dates, and uh, you know, give it my boy Stan from World Movement right there in your backyard in Vegas, man, and maybe he can help out with some dates and stuff because uh, he's blowing a lot of artists up there, right there in your own backyard. Okay, I appreciate that, and uh, I want to thank you for, uh, or, um, you know, I reached out to you on LinkedIn, that website, and you responded back, and I, I thank you for uh, being such a gracious host. And uh, not putting me on the spot. Yeah, we all we all about the in, we all about the independence over here, man. We all about the independence, cause man, we gotta we gotta keep uh, we gotta keep our music going, man. We got to, got to, got to educate those that's willing to receive the message and 
You know, we can't be teachers, but we can be knowledge sharers, which is actually more powerful than a teacher. I always say sometimes teachers teach misinformation, but Mm -hmm. a knowledge sharer would give you the tools to go do the research to come up with the answers for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So I Am Indy is the place to be, Blog Talk Radio www.blogtalkradio.com Indy is Go check us out every Wednesday Same time right here Come check out your boy K. Diddy And Jamming Joe today And he was jamming y'all And if he didn't hear it now Go check it out in the archives
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.